0: Praise God. It's always a privilege to, you know, and an honor to stand here and to share God's word with you. I don't take it for granted. I pray that tonight that God himself will speak through me and that at the end of tonight none of us will live here the same way that we came. That we will all be blessed by his word tonight. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Amen. So, all through this uh, month, all the Tuesdays in this month, we've been talking faith chronicles. Hallelujah. And um, when I was told that I would share today, the last Tuesday of the month, I kind of felt like it was a setup because I know the women of God that were coming before me. And I said, hmm, that's how somebody will come now and say they use their faith to move Mount Kilimanjaro from where it is in Tanzania to Budukatu Ranch. Then me, I'll now come and say, I believe God for one cup. God gave me two. (laughs) Everybody will now say, is that not your mate that came last week? Praise God. I said, "Mm, if God decided that that's how it will be, He must have a plan. I said, okay, no problem. First Tuesday, Pastor Maka came and told us how God sent one angel from cubicle one to cubicle four to give a 10 yes, Canada visa, I said, did I not say it? No, 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 did I not say it? Then the next, okay, thankfully we went through Iwoff. then the next Tuesday, Mr. God came and said, I don't really have any serious faith work like that, I don't really, then she now went ahead to tell us how God moved them from security posts by defense to where they are now. And I was like, bombastic side I criminal offensive side. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. But I believe that still on still we shall be blessed tonight. Amen. 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 I refuse to be intimidated. So we learned from IWOF that faith in its simplest form is trust in God. Um, please let's read Galatians 3.11. So it says, clearly, no one who relies on the law is justified before God because the righteous will live by faith. So what this means in essence is that the just or the righteous shall enter and live in a continuous state of trusting God. That's simply what it means that the righteous or the just will enter and live in a continuous state of trusting God. And I find that sometimes when people say, I have faith, they think of it as, I have a dress. It's my own, I have it, but it's in my wardrobe. It's there, I have it, it's my own, but I keep it in my wardrobe and I forget it for like two or three years. Then there's one event, or wedding, or dinner date, I now remember that dress that I have. I now use it. Praise God. So people have faith and then once in a while say that they use it. But that's not the context of how a righteous or a just person should live. Using that analogy, it will mean that you have that dress and you are always wearing it. You are in a continuous state of being in that dress. Praise God. So I'll give another example. So, assume that I trust Minister Ogo. I'll use you for this example. No verse. So, <laughs> I trust Minister of right? So she says to me, did she sit down here? I say, why? She say, you trust me, Abby? I say, yes, sit down here. So I sit. Then after service, she comes, she says, I should I go out now. No pass. I'm speaking Pidgin because she always speaks Pidgin. It's weird to say she's saying something to me in English. Sorry. <laughs> So, no, I'm, I'm here. Let me speak English. So, let's imagine that she actually speaks English to us. So, <laughs> so Mr. Malcolm say, pass a road. Don't, don't pass a more road. Trust me. Don't pass there. And I say, okay, I, I trust you, you know. You, everything you tell me is always right. So, I'll pass another way. Then there are times that my trust in her will be tested. So, she will come and say, teacher, you trust me? i I say, yes, okay, follow me. I say, where are we going? Follow me. I get there. We get to a seven-story building. We stand on the balcony. She said, "Teacher, you trust me?" I say, "Yes." She said, "Jump." Then I'll say, "You say?" (laughs) Excuse me, please. (laughs) What do you say I should do? Say, "Don't you trust me?" I say, "Say jump." It is in that moment that all of the trust that I have in her, I begin to doubt. That (laughs) is it really? Is she for me? Or is she for, is she against me. Praise God. And then on that ledge, what I would do is that I would begin to remind myself of all the times that Minister o God has not failed me. I'll begin to remind myself of every time she told me something and it was the truth. I'll begin to remind myself of the times that I was down and she held my hand I'll re- begin to remember the time she told me that she was my keeper and indeed I was kept I will begin to remember the times that my head was down and she became the lifter of my head and as I begin to meditate and as I begin to remember I not go know the time when I go jump praise God but people don't want that what they want is means say, sit down here you say no the AC is not blowing me here. This chair is not nice. I want to sit at the back where I, she will say, okay. She will come. Don't pass my circle more. Say, ah, but that way it's shorter. What does she even know? Or they start asking other people their opinion. Ah, that means I say I should pass a circle. What do you think? How do you feel about it? Do you really think that? Then those ones will be telling you that, ah, but it's a norm, it's normally a shorter room. After all, you always pass there. You say, Abie? Abie? I be, I be I come. I said it that this thing she's telling me no not have sense then you go and do whatever it is you want. Then one day, you will now come and say, hey, God." they say you know they leave person, then you know they forsake person. Come. Then you carry her to the seventh story and you say, hey, I want to jump. Please make sure you catch me. That's what people think faith is. No. Because at that time, you are so what? On your own. Praise God. So people want that. They want to be the one in charge. They want to dictate when they will trust and when they will not. So you are trusting God for that job according to you. You have asked God. You say you have believed. You are praying to him. God, that job promotion, that job promotion. That relationship, he said you should live two years ago. You are still following that son of perdition. And you are, you think that you are, you are, your miracle is coming. If you don't know what son of perdition is, Google it praise God. So that's not how it works. Hallelujah. So we live continuously and constantly trusting in God. And like I said, sometimes that trust is tested. What determines if you will pass or fail in that moment is if you give up your trust or if you don't. Simple. Praise God. So Faith Chronicles, Abby, so I'm supposed to, you know, come and gist to people, fragments of my faith walk with God. And gisting is what I do best. So, hallelujah. (laughs) So growing up, um, I won't say that I were times, I I won't say that I necessarily actively was trusting God for anything per se. Because somehow things always were just happening. Right? Things that people would normally trust God for, I just kind of, as the baby girl that I am. Amen. I'm joking. Praise God. So I never really had to trust God for school fees. Before school started, my father had paid school fees. I trusted myself to read and pass. Because I was reading and I was passing. So I didn't really, there were no times when I would, you know. So, um, let me think. Some of the things that people usually believe God for. So I finished um, secondary school school. June, by October, I was already in the university. So I didn't really believe God's past jump. I entered on my first jump. I graduated April, December, I was married. So I didn't really believe God for, you know. February, I was pregnant. So all those things that people normally, I didn't, it just happened. So I I just was cruising generally through life. And in all those times, I'd given my life to Christ and I collected it back quite a couple of times. So sometime in 2008, I rededicated my life, and I was serious this time. I put my hand on the plow, and I was not looking back. Hallelujah. So one of the things that I really, the first thing I think I can remember right now that I actively was trusting God for was my husband's salvation. Now, my husband wasn't a bad boy like PK or anything. He just saw, yes, before I say my husband's salvation, who say, hey, well, mm-mm. nothing was really happening like that. It was just, for him, Christianity was a religion at that time. We went to church on Sunday, and that was it. Him opening Bible during the week. He not really, like, what was that? So it was just, you know, and I was now entering into a place where I was devouring God's word. I was having fun. I used to travel a lot because we used to attend Catholic church at that time. So when he travels, I'll be coming to DCC. I'll be sneaking and coming to DCC. He's probably watching now, so... Nine knows, amen. <laughs> so once in a while, you know, I would he would come for LDM because he saw LDM as a as an event. It wasn't really church, It was an event. So he would come, all those things. So at some point, I said, to her, I said, this, this thing has to pass LDM level. We have to start attending a Bible believing church. We have to do this, you know. So I prayed about it. You know, these these, these stages now: ask, believe, uh, exactly. So. I now, you know, I, I, I desired it. I asked for it. And then I started believing. And God gave me an instruction. He said, I'll be playing PK's messages in the house. So I was playing PK's messages. I'll be forming Saturday walk. I'll put that into a CD. I'll put the CD. He'll be passing. He'll pass and come. he ah, who they talk like this? I said, "Na not say, the guy for funny. I said, yeah. I'll be. He'll pass. <laughs> I, I said, ah, that, thing, that thing is in the Bible. I say it is. He will go. So one day I saw him checking by himself. I said, the Lord is doing great things. The Lord is doing great things. And then sometime in 2011, he said, that Sunday woke up and he said, let's go to DCC. I said, I don't even talk too much. I walk a lot. We enter car. We're going. And I said, don't get any ideas. It's just this Sunday. I said, Holy Spirit, should we tell him? (laughs) He has no idea. So, he got to church and that day, Pastor PK preached, he came out to give his life to Christ. I ran to the back. I said, Pastor M, Hola. give him work. He must not leave this church. Hallelujah. Until today, you know, the testimony remains. Praise God. And then, at some point... Um, there was one time, you know, sometimes people would come here and say, oh, we're, either we're building or we're doing something, and he would say, anybody who wants to give a particular seed, or a particular amount. So that time, he asked for a 100k seed. And I me, mean, I was not even working. I'm coming to that not working part, because all my life, I'd, everything had been easy, until when work, I don't know the people that stood on that place that this gay and unemployment, they must hold hands. <laughs> I'm coming. Anyway, <laughs> I was sitting in front and he said, um, if you, if you can give a hundred K seed, come out. I said, they're not talking to me cause there's no way they can be. Where do I want to see it? I was minding my business. Holy Spirit say, get up. I say, it's not, cannot be the voice of God. How can <laughs> Ah, me that shame can catch <clears throat> I say, no, I beg. I faced my front. I was for me looking at John no- journal that there's nothing inside. Face my face, say, come out. come!" Like, we were literally fighting. It was as if it was hitting me on my back. That, come, stand up. There's something I want to do. Stand up. I say, ah. You know, I struggled so much that, you know, people will come out and P.K. will now pray over. Like, they had almost finished the prayer by the time. You know, I I was even saying, okay, I will be, as I'm sitting here, I will, will in my mind, say that I want to. He's saying, no, that's not the act of faith I want. Come, ah, ah. Hey, See, my enemies want to get me now. Because I will feel pledge card now and everybody knows me. So if I don't, you know, I am just telling myself all sorts of things. Finally came out. It's all joy that prayer. I don't pray. even hear anything. I am just telling myself, say, hey, God, God, it's you that said it too. It's you, it's you. It. Okay, no problem. And so we got home. That time we're still using Blackberry. If you know not use Blackberry, when you see me outside, shake me with two hands. Means that we have you are physically and spiritually not my mate. Amen? <laughs> so that time, we're using BlackBerry. And so somebody put on her DP um, that she was selling female undies. All those kinds of things are usually not my business. And now, as I was on her DP, I now put it on my own. Like, you know, I used to do those things. I put it on my own DP. And now said, oh, undies for sale, something, something. Somebody now messaged me that how far that they want to buy. So as they were messaging me, I would message the person. That how, far, how much are you selling? They told me. Instinct, I just added 100 naira on everything. I added 100 naira on the money. She did this. Back and forth. Even that, this was after church. Like, this was not the next day. This was not two days. And that pledge card, because I was not sure, I wrote two months from the time on the pledge card. That day when I got home, that transaction, I did not get up from my bed. I was on my bed just pressing phone. I made 30K. On my that that day, like not not small, that day, I made test, and it, and I was not even the one that did the wahala, because it turned out that the girl had a whole box of three hundred or something. I didn't even know, and the person bought it all. How was I to know that that was going to happen? So when I saw thirty k, my house, I said, ah, we can't do this. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> hey, to say no I for right three hundred. <laughs> Hallelujah. And within two weeks, that money was complete. <laughs> Praise God. And at that point, I just felt like level unlocked. You know how Pastor Mark, like say, you would not be like, where's the next thing? Let's do this. Amen. So back to this unemployment matter. So after I finished school, I wanted to do my, after I did my, NY, uh, my house job at my NYC, I wanted to do my residency. Um, it was as if they sent demons to sit on the matter and say, this guy." No way. The first year I wrote the exam, did the interview. My name not come out. I wrote another exam. Didn't interview. Carried wine to all the offices. You know how they do all those things. I said, ah, no problem. Your name, ah, uh-uh. ah, Your name. If you see the offices I went to, people I knew, <clears throat> my name not come out. I said, ah. Uh-uh. One of the times I was, I was, I was carrying my, I was my son outside the interview room and one lady passed me. I didn't even know she was one of the people on the panel. You know, I was feeding my baby. I was changing him outside. I now finish. I now enter. She now said, ah, are you not the one that asked that baby outside. I, I said, well, go and Come back next year. That's how all of you will be stressing us. they have to be asking for time off, time off, to go and look at baby. Go and look at baby for one year. Come back. I thought this woman was joking. She not asked me anything. No. That's how that interview went away. And that's how that one year went away. I said, okay. This was like three years going now. So by the time, um, I think... So, so, while I was still trying to do that, um, one multinational company, it was an oil company, they were doing like a mass recruiting. So, they were recruiting for everything, accountants, lawyers, engineers, they, they put it in YouTube at that time. And they were also recruiting for their clinics. So, they were recruiting doctors, nurses, dentists, everything. So, at that time, I was about six or seven months pregnant and I went to write the exam. That exam, that's the exam that one of the centers, somebody came to write in a wedding gown. No jokes. Real life. She came from church to write her exam in our wedding gown. So, because a, it doesn't happen all the time. I'm not sure it has happened again since that time. I'm not sure that they've done it like that. They were recruiting massively. So, I wrote that exam. Um, then it was time for the interview. So, they sent me my interview date. And I was, at the time, I was 38 weeks pregnant. And the interview was in Abuja. So, to fly, you know that if you want to fly, you have to be 32 weeks. <laughs> you have to present doctor's report. You cannot be more than 32 weeks. So people are telling us that just get doctor's report and write anything now. How would they know that you are 38 weeks? Are you a learner? I don't understand. You want to go to airport and tell them that. No, go and tell them that you are about to give birth. Who does that? The share boss. My said, no, if you have to lie about it, then it's not yours. Hmm. At that time, the man don't need Jim Jim. I said, let me said, call you this worker. You don't do pass me. <laughs> you don't do pass me. Which one is that? Okay, calm down. Let's think about it. Say, no, we're not thinking about anything. If you have to lie, it's not your job. I said, oh, Jesus. So, so, we didn't go. We now called PK. So I remember I put PK on speaker and we told PK everything that the interview date has come and she can't travel because she's pregnant. We've been waiting for this, blah, blah, blah. And if you know PK, PK first kept quiet for a few seconds. Now said, It is well. well. It is well indeed. You know, I the phone. I looked to two of them. I said, That's it. Which one is it? Why are we not going to kabash upon this matter? Which one is it as well? My husband said, Is he nowhere? I say it's where Shabo me, I don't understand this. Which one is it as well? So the next day he was led to call one of his friends. So as they were talking, I was not telling him that i my wife is supposed to even go for this, that interview. Way. You know, they were just chosen about again. I said, Oh, I know somebody, let me call and see what can what they can do. So he called one of his friends. That one now called us. I said, When am I due? When is okay? That they are running the interviews for two months. People have different dates. So, when it, that, the last, can can you give me the very, very last day? Will I be able to make it? I said, you, uh, uh. I've made, so far this baby's gone, not inside my body. I've made it. <laughs> so, that date came and I was about five, I'd given birth. My baby was about five weeks plus. I still, I wear do I wear everything, I enter clothes. So, at the airport, I remember vividly, my husband had only 4,000 naira on him. At that time, airport taxi from the airport to the plane to the office is already even more than that. But in faith, it was the case of hold this one, I'll find a way to send you. more. We'll just be going first. So I got, I entered the plane. I sat down. People were still coming in on the plane. My phone started ringing. I answered. It was one of my friends that lives in Abuja. I was like, hey, God works in miraculous ways. She'll be this girl lives in Abuja and she's calling me. Maybe, you know, so I called, her, I said, how far away are you there? She said she's in Lagos. <laughs> my aunt just I said, why can't they call me? She said that she did not want to come to Lagos and not call me, that she came, she also came from one other interview, all of us were looking for work that time. That she came from one interview in Lagos, blah, blah, blah. She said that actually she's even on her way back to Abuja today, that she's even talking to me, she's on the plane. I said, which plane? She called me on the plane. I said, raise your hand. <laughs> she raised her hand. I say look back. <laughs> she looked back. And the girl is a sanguine. She was there. She came. She drove the person that was sitting beside me. That, please, please, please. I want to sit down beside my friend. The man was just tired. I said, okay, sit down. Isha went to us. She sat down. We gisted all the way from Abu, um, Lagos to Abuja. She said, oh, do you have a ride? Because my mom's driver is coming to pick me. I said, eh, hey, well. <laughs> say right from. I said, no problem. She said, because I just said already that I was going for the interview. She didn't even, she didn't, she wrote the, in the example. Her name didn't come out for the interview. So, she now dropped me. They dropped me in front of the office like this. Miracle number one. We'll be counting it. I got to the gate. They brought out list. They checked. They say, my name is not there. Ha ha ha. I say you got jokes. <laughs> ah, you say what? I called my husband. My husband called the guy. The guy said, "Okay, I should wait." They called, called, called. Somebody now came out. Said, "Okay, I should come in." But I, ne- I needed for them some photocopies or something. Some things I didn't have it. Asked me why I didn't have it. I don't know. But I didn't have it. Then I said I had to go and print some. The same thing that happened to Pastor Maka. Go and print. I say, "Hey, where do I know in Abuja?" That's how I stood. I looked. I saw one tall building that I knew that would be office. I shall have walked there. As I entered the reception, I saw one guy. He yeah, had pressed the elevator. I was waiting to enter. I had ID card with line everything. So I knew he was working there. So I went to meet myself. I did my best. Sorry, water face. I said, please, I need to do that. I need to um, photocopy this. And blah, blah. He said, okay, follow me. Went to his office. He photocopied everything for me. He gave me, he said all the best. Miracle number. I came out. <laughs> I got to the place. They said, okay, enter. They told me the floor to go to. I got to the floor. I saw plenty of people sitting like this, seat like this. So I went to meet. There was one woman that was sitting, I think it was whether she was a receptionist. I don't know. She had the list of people. I came, she checked, checked, checked. she said, your name is not here. Ah, oh, God. I said, These people will not kill me today. And I said she she was obviously very that day, she was not in the mood. So while I was teaching, she said, see, 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 your name is not here. I said, please, ma. I, my, see, I, I understand. I was trying to explain to her that my name was on another day, but this, as I was trying to explain, somehow, somehow, I just said that, cause I had my baby five weeks ago and everything, she just looked at me. You have your baby five years ago. I said, I said, hey, that even this job that she has now, when she came for the interview, her own baby was just six weeks old. Hey, come, 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 sit down. So who is with baby? I said, my mother. She said, hey, have you called them? Have you called grandma? Okay, sit down. Said, Miracle number. Me and her became best of friends. Every time she called somebody in, she would come and tell me, don't worry. When is your flight? I said, I told her. She said, okay, no problem. I will make, After this person, I will try. I'm talking to them inside you here. Your name is not inside too, but I'm talking to them. I said, no problem. She will come. She will call another person. She said, don't worry. Don't worry. I said, okay. Finally, she now came. She said, oh yeah, come in." As I entered the place, the man said, what's your name? They were, it was full panel, like these big men, suits, everything. I said, hey, my heart first flew. The man said, what's your name? I told him. He said, oh, you are the one we have broken all the rules for today. <laughs> so I entered and I sat down. And then the man also said, so as I sat down, he I said, okay, what's your specialty? You should asking me different. My phone just started ringing. I said, ah, these people that wish to follow people from village. <laughs> As if I you know, you'll be rushing. I was not rushing my bag. The man said, no, no, maybe it's grandma. Pick it up. Pick it and find out. <laughs> I said, no. I'll pick it. I said no. He said, are you sure? I said, I'm sure. I put the phone off. I said, I'm sure. They were now talking other things, This thing, like they never asked me anything serious. One other person now said, Oh yeah, let's go ask her something in our field now. Okay. They should ask me like two questions. I answered. The man I said, okay, have a safe flight. I hope you've not missed your flight. I said, no, I'm <laughs> Asha left, came out. I saw taxi. Asha carried me without my 4,000 naira to the airport. I got to the airport. My husband came to pick me. I was so excited. I said, ah, hey, I was just in him all the way. I said, forget it. It's done. So on Sunday, um, after, so on, on Sunday, yes, after church, I had the departmental meeting. Then I was in Soul Impact on the mainland. I told them everything. They praised God with me. It was amazing. A few weeks later, the list came out and to the glory of God my name was not there (laughs) praise God I was mad I was like you said what how like I was like you know what God, just stay your own. I'll stay my mal- I'm not angry with you, but we're not just talking. You know that malice. Like you say, it's not that. Well, I'm keeping you malice, so. But everybody should just stay on their own for now. I need space. Do you understand? I-, I need space, so I was not having it. So we're not talking for some time. After a while, <laughs> after a while, after a while, lo. I was coming to church so oh, I'm sitting down because but after, I said my husband and carried the matter on his head. So I can't even tell him that I'm not coming to church. But I was not like bummed. I was not, I was not happy. Praise God. So even did I not I couldn't, I couldn't even tell anybody after I've shared testimony beforehand. I couldn't even now tell people that ah um, uh, the work it did not work. Hey oh. <laughs> God. So years later many years later I asked God I said, how come? Why did all those things, like there's no way you can't tell me that all those things were not miracles? Why did you do all those things? And he said, because I can. Then I said, so why didn't I get the job? He said, because it was not in the plan. And that made a lot of sense to me because when I was in my, I don't know, I don't know if darkest is the word, but I was just in a very sad place. Because I just felt like, what am I even doing in this life? And God gave me the Jeremiah 29, 11. Where he said, I know the thoughts that I have towards you. Thoughts to prosper you and not to harm you. And eventually, I got my dream job. Eventually, I changed career. Totally. I'm now in a career that, I, now that I think about it, that was really my desire. You know, I was running after this one because everybody just said, since your identity a dentist, this is the way to go. But God eventually put me on a career path where it was. It, it, see, if, if they are said, DJ, choose for yourself." I for no even choose rich like that. Praise God. And that reminds me of Habakkuk three seventeen to nineteen. Can we read that? It says, "Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines." Though the olive crop fails, and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen, and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. Since the sovereign Lord is my strength, he makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. Praise God. So what um, Prophet Habakkuk was saying here is that, though all of these things are happening, I will trust that the sovereign Lord will be my strength. Put the scripture back. Put the scripture back. <clears throat> Says, even if it looks like the body is not body, the blossom is not blossoming, The trees are not treeing. The things are not happening. Even if it looks like that, I will continue to trust. That is my message to you this evening. That is the essence of having faith in God. It is not only about getting what you believe for in the end. That's amazing. And that will all usually happen. Praise God. But it is also about refusing to give up your trust in God, whether or not it seems to be working. (laughs) Praise God. Because I hear sometimes like, "Ah, eh, I believe God for this thing. Ah, It didn't happen. I'm not doing it again. That's not the essence of our faith. The essence of our faith is that it is a journey. The real victory is a continuous trust in God. That's the real victory. In good times, in bad times, you are trusting God. When you get it, when you think you didn't get it, because that's just you thinking. Because at that time, I thought that, ah, they've abandoned, finally, uh-uh, uh-uh. Who goes through all this miracle and at the end does not, if not that they are, uh, I was convinced that some people gathered somewhere and were using my picture to find themselves on top of big pots because what? What? Praise God. And you're thinking to yourself, but there are people that are better than that, have this walker. There are people that are finer than that, have this husband. Do. There are people that I have sense than that, have this more new. Praise God. But the moment you give up is when you have lost. That's when you have lost. So tonight, I know that, you know, it's good to ginger you and say, oh, you know, yes, like I said, God has promised us victory in the end. They, sometimes the road might be bumpy. And it is in those times that the road is bumpy that our faith is being tested. And if you have not been trusting God on the straight road, when you get to the bumpy road, you go hard. Oh. I go Hard. Go hard. So while you are on the straight road, learn to trust God and trust him so much that even when you get to the bumpy road, even if he's not, this doing mm. now then Sabi, I trust that in the end, I will see victory. I trust that God will never leave me. Praise God. So like I said, the real victory is a continuous trust in God. The first thing is trusting in God's character. And to trust in his character, you must know his character. And to know his character, you must open the word of God. Just putting it out there. Praise God. So trusting in God's character, first that he does not lie. So if he has told you a thing, it is the truth. It is the truth. Praise God. Sometimes the facts look like the truth is not the truth. So for example, when Abraham didn't have a child and God told him that he'll be father of nations, the fact was that he didn't have a child. The truth was that he'll be father of nations. That's the difference. So we don't hold on to facts, we hold on to truth. Because facts change. The truth never changes. When I was in secondary school, Pluto was a planet. My children are in secondary school now. Pluto is no longer a planet. And I'm like, eh? This is the science that some people say they would trust instead of God. Lemao, <laughs> hey, hey. Because they are changing it what? Per second. Shame they say we have like one million gender. When I was in school, it was male and female. Now I don't even know how many gender they have. Now there's cats, there's three, all of them are inside. Praise God. So you must believe in the truth. In the truth. In the truth. Not your truth because that's what's raining now. My truth. I, I was, it's my truth, my dear. The truth is that the actual truth that matters is God's truth. Finish. Not your opinion. Not your experience. Because many people will come and tell you their experience. is not the truth. I've said this thing over and over again. When I wanted to go for American, the first time I wanted to apply for American visa, everybody told me I will not get it. And they listed reasons why I will not get it. And it seemed valid. You are single. You just finished medical school. You just this one, that one. You don't have any ties here. They are going to think you want to but They will not give you. Everybody told me they will not give you. I went. They gave me. Without plenty talk. Now, if somebody asks me, do, uh, I'm going for American visa, will they give me? What do you think I'll say? Because that's my experience. The other people share their experience. If you come to me, I will share my own experience. So as people are giving you their experience, carry that experience and line it up with the word of God. If it match, take it. If it does not match, throw it away. Praise God. So you must trust in God that he cannot fail. If he has done it before, he will do it again. If he has put you on this path, you cannot fail. Because he's the God that goes before you. He's the one that makes every crooked path straight. Praise God. He's the God that guarantees 100% victory 100% of the time. Now, your idea of victory may be different from what he's thinking because his thoughts are different from our thoughts. Way higher than our thoughts. Praise God. So Lazarus' sisters' victory to them would have been Jesus coming to heal Lazarus, but victory for God was coming to raise him from the dead. You see that they had different; they are, the thoughts were not aligning. But did it mean that God failed? Because it is impossible for him to fail. Praise God. And then you must trust that he cannot change. He cannot change. He cannot be one way today and then tomorrow is another. You cannot experience him like this and now say, ah, hey, it's like God has changed you. He's no longer doing miracles. It's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. Praise God. There is no variableness in him, no shadow of turning. If he faced this way, now so. If he face victory, now so. Praise God. So you must open the word to learn his character so that you can trust in it. Then, secondly, you must trust in God's capabilities. You must trust that he is willing to do exceedingly abundantly, far above everything that you can think or imagine. And that was where I didn't get it. That God was, he was, he had plans to prosper me. Me, I was just looking for a job. Abraham was looking for son. God was thinking nations. He's always thinking exceedingly, abundantly, far above God. So no matter how extravagant, how you are thinking it, he still no rich. What God wants to do for you. Praise God. You must trust that there is nothing that is impossible to him. These are his capabilities. You open Bible. You open it. Do you understand? You open it. You will check. You will see these things. Then you will trust it. He said anyth- anything. Anything is possible to them that believe. Anything. Ha, yeah, yeah. Anything is possible. That scripture, Jesus went to heal somebody. somewhere. and They were asking him, if you can, if you can heal, and he said, if I can, Ay, if I can. I don't know if they can find that scripture for me. They're asking him that ah, hey, this person did this, this, the boy, demon, is inside this, this, this. Please heal him if you can. Hey, I can imagine Jesus' face. Say if I can. Do you know who you are talking to? Do you know the Odogu that is standing in front of you? Ay, ay, yeah. Do you know that this is Agune Chamber? Do you know that this is the unchangeable changer? Do you know? Are you aware? Is this a scripture? It says, and behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou will. Wait, which one is this? Scan? Give me another thing now. Is <laughs> says, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus, which is this the place? There's a part where he said, if I can, like he was asking them back, eh? and then he said, I am, I, I can, and I will praise God. So that's God. He can, and he will, if it is in his plan, he will, because whether he can is that, uh, that one is not up for debate. He was showing me that is a miracle. You want to get from here, from Abuja to Lagos without money. You want to get. You want to you, you want to go and write interview that your name is not there. I got you. Let's go. Let's go. Anything. If I've had I encountered more problems, I'm sure God would have just been doing it like this, like this, like this. Why? Because he can. He can. Nothing is too hard for him. Because there's some people that are thinking that oh, my problem is too hard. He has done this person's own, but uh, he's too. Mm-mm. Nothing is too hard for him. Praise God. Yeah. Nothing is too hard for him. Feel free. Do you understand? Feel free. I remember one of my well, the one one place where I was working. I eventually had work. Can you hear that? One place I was working. Amen. So, <laughs> so the receptionist there. She came for. I don't know, there was one program like this. that past, I can't remember, one of just us girls. Was he in Mela or something? The pastor called all the women that were believing God for the foot of the womb to come out. And she, she wanted, she was believing God for a son. She had two girls already. But she also that said, that well, let me know overdo. I do. I already have two. Let me come and stand for somebody that does not have at all. So she came to stand for one of her cousins that did not have at all. That ah, God has tried for me now. Let me know overdo my own. She came out. Both you... Both the person that she came out, two of them carried her belly. Amen? There is nothing too hard for this God. Stop all this thing. Stop it. I don't know if God will still do my own. Why? Why won't he do it? Why? Why? Praise God. Trust me. Whatever you want for yourself, it cannot be as good as what God wants for you. The moment you enter into that place of knowledge, nothing will shake you. Once you understand that as long as God is with me, that thing that I want, if I'm not getting it, it's because he has a bigger plan for me. It's because he has, a, he has a better plan. And I will trust. I'm talking to the people that are trusting him. Oh, I'm not talking to the clowns, like I said, that want to do this their way. You have to do it his way. If you have been trusting him and he's looking somewhere, fear not. Don't be worried. Don't be worried. Praise God. He got you. He got you. He will do easy. Victory is the only end. Do you understand? That's the only end. You know how you're watching film and you've watched it before? You know that when you're watching it again? There is only one like it will not after a while change inside the CD now. No, now should we watch it before? I don't even know which film I'll use as example, but you have watched this film before, then people are watching it with you. You know the end that this guy, the bose, is not going to die. You know. Nobody can come. So somebody is now watching say, Ha, hey, this guy go die. You go just they laugh. Why? Because you know. You'll be laughing at the people that are anxious. You know, Abby. When they're fighting, like, hey God, hey God, hey God. Go, they laugh and say, uh. <laughs> he will not die. Right. I've watched it before. So open your Bible and watch it. Watch it first inside the word of God. So that when you enter life and they're doing good, they laugh. Say, uh, something I don't watch. <laughs> you can't change the script. Why? Because the script writer does not change. Praise God. Nobody can change that script, so be rest assured that it will end in victory. You must continue to live in a continuous state of trusting God. Don't be one of those people that oh, it's when there is problem. That's eh, that faith. Where is they safe? let me use my No, that's not how we operate. We live by faith. It's how we work, it's how we grow. It's how we learn. It's how we live. Praise God. It's how we get results. It's how we get results. Hallelujah. So as Pastor Podu said at I let God make you an offer. Relax. Let Him make you an offer. And then trust Him to see it through. In his own way. Don't be a dictator. God pass like this, pass like that. No. Why? Because you will, you will mess up everything. So relax and let God do it his way. Let God do it his way. His way is always better. His thoughts are always higher. Always. If you trust in him, you can't miss it. If you follow him, you know him miss road. People will come and say, "Are you sure this thing you are doing? Are you sure?" Tell them, "Yes, I am sure." You know why I'm sure? Because I've seen it already, and I saw how it ended, and it ended in victory. Have you been blessed tonight? Let's go! Can we celebrate Jesus? Come on, Hallelujah! Whoa! Praise God. Hallelujah. Please let me celebrate the ministry of Bishop Dittin.